0: The Jets make the biggest change a football team can make, and it's the right decision. We'll talk about it today on Locked On Jets. You are Locked On Jets, your daily New York Jets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome. This is the Lockdown Jets podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. It's Tuesday, November 21st, 2023, and I'm your host, John B. from com. Thank you so much for making the show your first listener, or first watch every day. Subscribe to the show for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you get new episodes as soon as they're posted. If you enjoy the show and are listening on a podcast source, give it a five-star review. If you're watching on YouTube and enjoy the show, give this episode a big thumbs up. It helps us out and helps other Jets fans find Locked On Jets. This episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Well, today we are talking about the quarterback position for the New York Jets because news came out on Monday that Tim Boyle will start this Friday when the Jets take on the Miami Dolphins in the NFL's first ever Black Friday regular season game. The Jets made a quarterback change on Sunday as they lost to Buffalo during that game in the second half, the Jets pulled Zach Wilson and put Tim Boyle in. Now, sometimes that's just a temporary move. Sometimes you pull your starting quarterback within a game, and but he's back in the, the lineup the next week. So the big question for the Jets, it was, would Zach Wilson resume his role as starting quarterback? Was this just a temporary move so he could get his head straight during a rough loss to Buffalo? The answer was no. Tim Boyle is starting a quarterback for the New York Jets. And you know, as Yogi Berra once said, it's deja vu all over again. It was this time last year. It was the game heading into Thanksgiving weekend where the Jets pulled Zach Wilson from the starting lineup and put Mike White in in his place last year. The Jets were playing the Bears that weekend. Jets always seem to always seem to make this quarterback change Thanksgiving weekend. It's always Zach Wilson going to the bench Thanksgiving weekend. It's always a quarterback who played some college football in Kentucky who goes into the lineup. Mike White played at Western Kentucky. Tim Boyle played some college football at Eastern Kentucky. So we'll see whether Boyle can match the Mike White magic at least for that one game against the Bears last year and then the year before against the Bengals. It's always the first start Mike White lit it up. Jets would love Tim Boyle to do that. Question comes though, was this the right decision? I think the answer to that is yes. And it's not that I'm expecting big things from Tim Boyle. It's not necessarily that I'm even expecting the offense to get better. There are there's your expectations And then there's just the idea you have to do everything possible to shake this thing up. Things have gotten so bad and I'm normally not the kind of guy who says you should just make a change for the sake of making a change. If you know me, if you've listened to the show, you know, if you're in every day or you're on here Monday through Friday, you know, my question when a team's going to make a change is what upgrade is out there? The easiest thing to do is to get rid of the underperforming guy, you know, whether it's a coach, whether it's a player whether it's a general manager, that's easy. The question is, will you find an upgrade out there? But I think there are certain exceptions. And what's happening with the New York Jets is one of those exceptions because things are so bad right now for this offense that you just have to try and shake things up. You have to try and do something to light a spark. You know, I I hate it when people try and simplify problems. And when it comes to Zach Wilson, this happens in a couple of different ways one is when you evaluate games a lot of people will say well zach wilson's the problem zach wilson's dragging this team down i'm not saying zach wilson's playing well zach wilson's a bottom tier quarterback I and mean, he's you know at best he's like a middle of the pack backup quarterback which you know that's not very good but i don't think he's the number one problem now when the jets make a move there's another group of people who will say well zach wilson's being scapegoated well I don't know that that's necessarily true. It's very difficult in the Jets' current situation to get rid of every single person who's underperforming. It's not about assigning blame. It's about just trying to do something to get this offense to play better. And the biggest move you make, and I understand why coaches are hesitant to do it, because it's a very big decision, but the biggest move you can make, the biggest tool at your disposal is changing the quarterback. And sometimes it's not just about increasing the talent level, although you certainly hope that's what happens. Sometimes it lights a spark under people because everybody in the lineup knows that if the quarterback can get benched, even one like Zach Wilson, I'm not far behind if I underperform. And sometimes that gets a team going. I have to be honest with you. I'm very, very bearish on the idea that Tim Boyle is going to come in and light it up. I'm very bearish on the idea Tim Boyle is going to come in and save the season. I think this season's In desperate shape for the Jets. That's part of the reason you make the move. It can always get worse. People say you it can't get worse. Now, listen, this offense has been really bad. I mean, you look past you look since week five, they have not had a multi-touchdown game. And not only that, I mean, they can't even sustain drives. That week five game against Denver, they uh they had one touchdown, it was a big Brees Hall run. The next week against Philadelphia, they had one touchdown, it was a touchdown the Eagles let them score. Is at the end of the game, otherwise the Jets would have ran the clock down and kicked the field goal to take the lead. So they just said, here, Jets, take the touchdown. So Brees Hall scored a touchdown on the first play of that drive. Get to the bye. The next week, they play the Giants. One touchdown. Again, it's a one-play Brees Hall scenario where this time he takes a fifty. It takes a short pass 50 yards for a touchdown. Then two games without a touchdown. And finally, we get a multi-play touchdown drive on Sunday against Buffalo. But it only comes because the Jets faked the punt you know, th- things are really bad right now. Of course, they could get worse. The Jets could get back to getting scoring zero touchdowns. But, you know, you reach a point where even if it gets worse, it's not necessarily going to matter for the Jets because they're still losing games. We're at a point now where even if the defense plays really well, the Jets can't win games because they're getting so little out of the offense. And Zach Wilson does deserve some blame for that. Zach Wilson has not been playing well. You know, people want to Put, put none of the blame on Zach Wilson. I don't agree with that. If you look, I think part of it's like Zach Wilson's worst games last year were so disastrous that anything other than that looks like it's passable. Zach Wilson's missing reads. You know, He's not processing quickly enough. There are moments where he's, he's checking. It's, it's funny because sometimes he's not processing things quickly enough. Sometimes there's a window where he just stares the receiver down and doesn't throw. Other times he's rushing through his reads and he's immediately checking the ball down. You know, part of the reason the Jets can't make big, make big plays, and there are lots of reasons for that. The line is a reason. The bad receivers are a reason. But part of the reason the Jets can't make big plays is Zach Wilson. You know, he's not He's not getting the ball on time where it needs to go. Frequently, he's either holding the ball or he's not even looking down the field or he's just checking it down. You know, that needed to change. Now, you know, what what's going to happen now for the Jets? You know, it's tough to say. I think we know... Zach Wilson's career situation with the Jets looks bleak, but to be honest with you, it looked bleak for a long time. The Jets were giving you the company line that Aaron Rodgers was going to come in and mentor Zach Wilson, and that was going to make all the difference for Zach Wilson. I don't need to tell you that I never really bought into that. I always felt like that was kind of a Hail Mary, and the timeline never even matched up because Aaron Rodgers was expected to be here for two years. And zach wilson's contract that runs out in two years so it never really made a whole lot of sense it was one of those things i think the jets were trying to sell because it would give you the idea that maybe zach wilson could be a success maybe we can't be blamed for missing on him second overall but that's beyond the consideration at this point you know the, the concerns about zach wilson's future like if you've been watching this team the last three years you know that zach wilson really did not have much of a future and if they didn't do it this week it would have been next week or if you know. Even if he made it to the end of the season, I think we would have known that Zach Wilson's time in New York was coming to an end. And the Jets season really look, they're four and six right now. They've got to pass like seven teams to get into the playoffs. They gotta, if not win out, they got you know, they've they, they gotta win a lot of games down the stretch because they're four and six. And you know, I don't know that I don't know what it's gonna take, but you know, right now they're gonna to have to go on some sort of run to end the season with a winning record. They just need to find some sort of spark. So do I think Tim Boyle is going to give them that spark? Probably not, but you have to try something and the odds are low, but they're probably better than anything else. Now, had you on the lockdown jets podcast, we're going to talk about the rest of the offense because changing quarterback's not going to fix everything that's wrong with this unit. We're going to talk about some of the other challenges the jets faces. We continue this Tuesday edition of the lockdown jets podcast. This episode of Locked On Jets is brought to you by Game Time. You know, you should not have to worry when you're buying tickets to the next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals all in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantees, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. You can see the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All in prices to show you your total upfront, so you know you're getting a great deal without hidden fees. You can buy tickets in seconds with just two taps. I've used the Game Time app myself; really easy to use. A lot of other ticket sites make it complicated. They don't show you the upfront total price. They make you go through all these other steps. Not Game Time. Jets playing the Dolphins on Friday. I mean, the Jets aren't playing well. I don't know. Maybe you want to go. Maybe you want to support Tim Boyle. I don't know. Well, use Game Time if you are. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account at redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-F-L. It's one word with no space. LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, the holidays are an exciting time of year, but it can also be a lot. So it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety about it. But adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings. And therapy can be a great bright spot amid all the stress and change. Something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded, to give you the tools to manage everything going on. Therapy has a lot of benefits. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And it is not just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash locked on, betterhelp.com slash locked on. Thank you so much for making lockdown Jets your first listener, or first watch every day. And a big shout out to you every dayers. This is a daily podcast covering the New York Jets. We have new episodes each day through the week, Monday through Friday. Then bonus episodes as needed, sometimes from breaking news, sometimes we do a post-game show after a Jets win or loss. Thank you so much. Really appreciate you. And I hope you're having a safe Thanksgiving week. If you're listening while you're traveling, please get to your destination safely. Today, we're talking Tim Boyle because the Jets are playing a game early this week. It is a Friday game against the Miami Dolphins, and they will have a new quarterback, Zach Wilson, to the bench. In fact, it sounds like he's going to be quarterback number three in this one. sounds like the Jets will call Trevor Simeon up off the practice squad to be the backup quarterback in this one, and Zach Wilson will revert to being the emergency emergency third quarterback, which is kind of a new thing this year in the NFL where you can activate a third quarterback who does not count against your allotment of either 47 or 48 active players. You can only activate 47 or 48 of your 53 guys. But you can activate a third quarterback this year, and he does not count against that allotment. So Zach will be the emergency quarterback. We know it's been rough for Zach. These three years have not worked out for him. This year, you know, there have been some moments where things have looked a little bit better. But on the whole, the offense is just not doing getting the job done. And I think you need to say that while Zach, his play has merited a benching, Tim Boyle is probably not going to fix the problems. And there are a couple of reasons for that. First of all, I'm not sure Tim Boyle has the ability to play well in the NFL. We'll see. He'll get his opportunity. But the second issue that I see is the quarterback was not the only problem with this offense. And you know, it's easy to point fingers at, at Zach Wilson. And it's fair. Zach Wilson, again, was bad. But there are other problems with this offense. Nathaniel Hackett, he's got to get less predictable. It didn't matter whether Zach Wilson or Tim Boyle was in the lineup. Hackett's play calling a soap. You can see it. I can see it. If we can see it, don't you think the opposing defensive coach can figure out what the Jets are doing? I mean, how many times have the Jets run into an absolutely stacked box this year? And I understand, you know, you're trying to take the ball out of Zach's hands, but your quarterback's eventually going to have to throw the ball. And you'd rather do it against the loaded boxes because those are simpler coverages. You know, if everybody's loaded up in the box. You've got one-on-ones on the outside, and you got to take advantage of those. Those are a lot easier to throw into than third and eights, third and nines when the defense knows you have to pass and can adjust its plans accordingly and throw some really complex looks both in the front and the back of your defense. You don't want to put your quarterback in that situation. The thing that really worries me is the offensive line. We're probably going to have another new look offensive line this week. Dwayne Brown actually has to come off IR this week or he's going to be down for the season. So you would think an activation of Dwayne Brown's coming and I don't know that that's going to help because I mean we're like two months removed from everybody's saying Dwayne Brown should never play for the Jets again. And now it's like people are acting like he's going to be the savior of the season. Well, you know, if Mackay Becton's down, that just kind of adds the urgency to get Brown out there. And I don't know if Dwayne Brown can even block anybody, but this offensive line they played at the end of this game on Sunday, that was ugly. You know, that's just not, that's one of the worst offensive lines I've ever seen the Jets put on the field. Think of this through. Like, I mean, I've been watching the Jets for 30 years. When you've been watching the Jets for 30 years, you have learned a thing or two about, about what a bad offensive line looks like. That, that line the Jets put on the field at the end of the game was unplayable. And they just don't have NFL caliber. The Jets were playing guys at the end of that game on Sunday that probably are not going to be on an NFL roster next year. That shows you the state of things. And you also run into the issues of when you're constantly changing things. You don't even develop chemistry. You know, shake a couple shaky offensive linemen who know what, each, who know what the other guys are going to do who have developed chemistry, they at least can play credibly. Sometimes an offensive line can be greater than the sum of its parts, because you know how you're, the guy next to you is going to react to a stunt, or you know you'll know when when he's going to pass the guy off to you. Offensive lines function as a unit, and the Jets have you want talent and you want chemistry. Those, those are the two things you want, and right now the Jets have neither, and that's going to impact whoever the quarterback is, you know, whether it's Zach Wilson, Tim Boyle, Trevor Simeon. You know, even Aaron Rodgers, look, the offense would be better with Aaron Rodgers in there. Aaron Rodgers would not take the bad sacks Zach Wilson has taken. Aaron Rodgers would, uh, you know, not miss some of the reads Zach Wilson has missed. Aaron Rodgers would set the protections pre snap better. Jets wouldn't have as many free runners running through the line as Zach Wilson's had. But there's only so much a quarterback can do. I think even with Aaron Rodgers in there, this offense look it'd be better. They'd score you know more than a t- two touchdowns in four weeks, but I don't think it would be as much better as people think it would. And I think that that's an issue that people maybe don't, don't appreciate that the the Jets' problems go way beyond the quarterback position right now on the offense. And then also wide receiver. And you know Garrett Wilson's had two bad games the last three weeks. Garrett's going to be fine. He's a good, really good player. You have Brees Hall who you know isn't a great catcher he drops a lot of passes but in that game against buffalo the only way the jets could move the ball even a little was just getting the ball brees and getting the ball to brees in space using through the passing game so you, you almost have to live with the drops because getting the ball you know the jets can't run it run the ball inside anymore with this offensive line even with breeze so they have to figure out ways to get the ball to brees in space and that means throwing more, throwing more screens Get, you know, figuring out how to design touches for him and you just have to live with the drops but outside of that i mean this group just can't play i mean they just don't have guys who can function at the wide receiver position it seems like the jets are bumping up xavier gibson snaps and i guess that makes sense when you look at what you're getting from randall cobb and alan lazard which is not a whole lot but you know he's a non drafted rookie and frankly i think the more we see of him the more he doesn't really look like a player in this league so what do you do, do you want to move up Jason Brownlee, do you want to move up Earl of Charles? I love Earl of Charles as a special teamer, but I don't know that he's much help at the receiver position. You know, it's just not very good. And by the way, when Brees Hall has to come out of the game, and get Dalvin Cook, who's giving you a zero this season. So it's just a not, it's just an untalented offense. And that's going to be, that's true no matter who's playing quarterback. So I think that anybody looking at this saying that the offense is going to be fixed right now, you're in for a very unpleasant surprise against my, you know, going forward. Maybe not, you know, well, hopefully they play well against Miami, but. I just am skeptical that they're going to be able to st- sustain anything. But Jets had to try and do something and as we continue on this Tuesday edition of Lockdown Jets, we're going to end the show by looking glass half full scenario. What's the best thing that could happen to Tim Boyle? Well, I'll tell you as we continue this Tuesday edition of Lockdown Jets. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Score this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. And right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Are you a Tim Boyle fan? Do you believe in Tim Boyle? Well, maybe that's your bet. The Jets are seven-point home underdogs to the Miami Dolphins on Friday. And I got to be honest with you, that line feels a little bit light to me. But maybe you believe in the Jets. Maybe even after this losing streak they're on, you think they can pull it out. Maybe you think the quarterback change will spark the team. We'll get to that in a bit. Well, if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So even if you're pessimistic about the Jets like me, maybe you take a player prop. Maybe you take Garrett Wilson or Brees Hall to have a big game. Go to FanDuel.com to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. This is the Locked On Jets podcast here on this Tuesday. We're talking Tim Boyle, the new starting quarterback of the New York Jets. Not sure I would have believed you if you told me that would happen back in July or August. That Tim Boyle would be starting a game where the Jets you know, mathematically still have a shot. They're two games out. I mean, two games out with seven to play and 14th place in your conference. It's not a great spot to be in, but it's conceivable, I guess, in theory, that the Jets could turn this thing around. So what's the best case scenario for Tim Boyle? Well, you know, it's interesting that they went with Tim Boyle over Trevor Simeon. And it's one of those things that felt odd to me because Simeon obviously has a lot of starting experience in this league. And Boyle's guys seen limited action looked pretty bad in what limited action he's seen. So I think many of us assumed when the Jets signed Trevor Simeon, yes, they put him on the practice squad at the beginning because, you know, he's needed maybe needed a week or two to learn the system. But being a veteran quarterback, being a guy who's bounced around the league, being a guy who's been in. System after system. It did not feel like it would take that long for Trevor Simeon to at least get to a point where he'd know enough plays that he could go into a game. He never got off the practice squad, though, and it seemed odd. It felt like, well, what's going on here? And then, of course, you have your conspiracy theorists out there who are saying the Jets don't want Zach Wilson to be threatened, so they're not activating the better quarterback in Trevor Simeon. Well, there may be a couple things going on here. First of all, you know, I think people are overestimating what Simeon can bring to the table. This guy who really has never been able to keep a job in the NFL. He's one of those guys always good enough to get a job, but never good enough to keep a job. And those are not guys you want to put on the field because the reason they can't keep a job is they typically fail at it. Also, if you look at Simeon's numbers, they're just not very impressive. And people point he had a good touchdown ratio a couple of years ago when he played with the Saints. But that was kind of fluky. If you look at the underlying numbers, they're very inefficient. I mean, they're probably close to what Zach Wilson would put up. Maybe they, th- maybe they see more out of Tim Boyle than they do Trevor Simeon. And look, the Jets coaching staff z- deserves zero benefit of the doubt right now when it comes to playing time decisions. So maybe I shouldn't be giving them this benefit of the doubt. But maybe there's something there in Tim Boyle. I remember two years ago, I did not think Mike White could play at all. And, you know, Mike White's a limited quarterback, but he did play that fantastic game against the Cincinnati Bengals and then had an encore last year against the Chicago Bears. And I keep mentioning this. You're looking for the spark. I mean, one thing I'll say about Tim Boyle, there's not really a scouting report out on him. Dolphins, you know, may not know exactly what his weaknesses are. They may not know what coverages give him troubles, what looks up front give him trouble. Maybe that's a sign that's, you know, maybe maybe you can catch him sleeping. Maybe you can catch him off guard. I mean, the Dolphins are a good team, but this, you know, potentially could have the makings of a trap game for them. You got a short week. It's a divisional game. A Jets team that looks lost, you know, maybe the Jets can catch him off guard. And maybe putting Boyle in will inspire Nathaniel Hackett to be a more aggressive play caller. You know, I think it's clear that part of the reason Hackett's been so conservative, and I'm not using this to defend him because, quite frankly, there is no defensive Nathaniel Hackett's play calling this year. But when you get into when you try and figure out what Nathaniel Hackett's thinking, I get the sense that they just don't trust Zach and they're pretty much doing everything they can to avoid needing to put Zach in positions where he has to carry the load. And maybe with Boyle in there, maybe with the season on the line, maybe with a quarterback who's at least played with Hackett before be, before the season, Hackett gets aggressive and he says, you know what, this is my guy. We're going to go down swinging. And maybe that's the thing that sparks the Jets. Maybe it's what I talked about earlier. Perhaps guys see that the quarterback got benched and they know if the quarterback gets benched, well, the next guy that gets benched could be me. Maybe they just get just get something going here. Maybe for Garrett Wilson or Brees Hall makes a big play. It's been a while since either of them. I mean, it's a couple of weeks, but you know, maybe that's what happened. Maybe maybe because the backup quarterback is in there, the Jets call, dial up a few gadget plays. That's what happened to Mike with the Mike White game. Jets had a couple of plays where they you know they had lateral rolls. They on a two point conversion. They had, uh, you know they ran the Philly special with Jamison Crowder throwing a pass to Mike White. You know, Maybe Nathaniel Hackett gets expired and it's inspired and it gets a little bit more creative. I think that's what you're looking for. You're just looking for some sort of spark here. It's very difficult to envision a scenario where Tim Boyle takes the Jets to the Super Bowl. I mean, if we're going to be honest right now, even with the Jets mathematically alive for the playoff race, this team's not winning a Super Bowl this year. This team's going to have a hard road to make the playoffs. But you have to take it one week at a time. And this week, the quarterback is Tim Boyle. And... Maybe the Jets can get something out of him. I mean, it did look like against Buffalo he had a quick release. And with this offensive line, you've got to get the ball out quickly. So is it a case where maybe, maybe you can spread him and shred him? Maybe that's what the Jets need. I think there are a lot of questions with what Tim Boyle can bring to the table, but the Jets had to do this. They had to do something, whether it was Boyle or Simeon. This was a move that was essential. You can't just keep... The same formula out there they had to do something they had to make one of two changes ideally both they don't, they're only making one they either had to change the quarterback or they had to change the play caller i wish they were changing the play caller but the quarterback i guess is easier to do for the jets right now and we'll see what happens but that's all for today's episode this has been the lockdown jets podcast part of the lockdown podcast network your team every day is our motto as always if you enjoy the show hit the subscribe button where you're watching or listening if you enjoy the show and are listening on the podcast source, give it a five star review. And if you're watching on YouTube and enjoy the show, give this episode a big thumbs up. It helps us out. Helps other Jets fans find Locked On Jets. Enjoy your Tuesday, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow. Send in your mailbag questions because we'll have our weekly mailbag the day before Thanksgiving.